Welcome back to the podcast, the ones and zeros all thing metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. And today we have a special, probably shorter episode for you. It is going to be, I mean, we wouldn't be any all things metal if we didn't talk about concerts and venues that we went to. And uh, this, what, two weeks ago, week ago, I can't remember, I went and saw the Chaos and Carnage tour, which was featuring Suicide Silence, Carnifex, Lorna Shore, uh, Upon a Burning Body, Signs of the Swarm, Angel Maker, and Dissonant. So, uh, and I think I also am going to be throwing in just uh, this last Friday, I went and saw Kublai Khan in Detroit. Uh, So I might just throw them in, in at the end. But mm-hmm. uh, where, where was the other? Where were the other guys at? So the where chaos, chaos and carnage was in the Crowfoot at in Pontiac. Oh, hell, wow! That that <clears throat> that must have been a great show then. Uh, so many bands. Yeah. So it what was I mean? So what kind of stunk was? Uh, I had bought the tickets back when my work schedule was only working a couple hours on a Sunday. And I was like, oh, perfect. Well, I'll work for a couple hours and then I'll be able to go to the show. Doors are at four, whatever. Well, it'll be good. Uh, and then, I don't know, a couple weeks before the show, they changed my work schedule to where now I have to work eight hours. Okay, well, fuck. Now I'm, now I'm here till 5.30. Luckily, it was only, I think, like a 10-minute drive or 18-minute drive or something. So it wasn't too far. Uh, and I was doing like the math in my head. I'm like, okay, well, if the doors are at four, that means the first band isn't on until five. And then, uh, half hour sets with like 10 minutes, give or take or so in between. I was like, well, we'll probably miss like two bands tops. Oops. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, we missed dissonant. And signs of the swarm, which in, I don't know. Uh, I haven't listened to either of those bands ever, so I wasn't terribly heartbroken about not being able to see them. So we literally walk in the building as Angel Maker is like just about to start their first song. Nice. Uh, so yeah, like great band, great album. Yeah, it was. It was one I was just getting off the hype of. Uh, we just covered them in I don't know, like a week or two ago. Uh, we just covered their album. So I, like all their songs were, at least from the new album, were like fresh on my mind. Uh, we get there. It's packed. It was it was a sold out show, which is awesome. Uh, and so we're, we're kind of like walk into the where the into the concert hall or into the floor and start walking down the ramp towards the front. And we like, we literally can't get past the sound stage because it's just packed. And uh, I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll just sit here, listen to it. And just angel maker put on a great show. And that was uh, it. As soon as I like look at count, I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think there's like seven people in the band or something like that. 
And I look, I was like, okay, so there's one, two, three guitars. And then I remember uh, in our podcast when we covered them, it talked about how there was three guitarists. And you were like, I don't know, it'd be really hard to do that. And it wouldn't, I don't know if it would sound right or something like that. And I think I sent you a text message as soon as I said, they got three guitarists. <laughs> yeah, I remember that being a debate. Um, yeah, because I wasn't, I didn't know how they would do it. Like when they, like from a recording standpoint, like left, yeah. right and center. So I had, did, they, did it sound like they were all playing, like if there was say like a main like riff or something during like a verse, did it look like they were all playing the same thing or? Were you jumping around too much to tell? <laughs> uh, no, it sounded so. It sounded like they had like two rhythms and a lead guitar. To like to be frank, I guess. Okay. So you'd like two people are holding the rhythm while the other person's doing the, uh, the lead stuff, which, which was I don't know. I thought it was really cool because, you know, you don't normally see three guitarists on stage. And yeah, still, and it, still have a bassist, right? Yeah, because so. like I, I went back to the, I just went back to the Spotify uh, bio, and it said uh, the band's dual vocal and triple guitar composition allows for new and diverse. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, and they had two vocalists, so like, there's Looks five like people there's just six. in guitars and vocals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so in the picture, there's six, there's six guys. Okay. There was, was it six? Maybe I just counted fast in my head. Yeah. No, it'd be seven people because then there's bass and drums. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they have a, the bassist is traveling or something like that or guitars or, or drums are traveling or something like that. But, uh, yeah, no, they put on, they put on a really good show. Uh, played quite a few of at least the songs that um pull my spotify and see what i have marked by them can't remember off the top of my head uh, uh so they played leech that was a good song. That's uh, not on the album, but yeah. And then I like songs. They played Vengeance, <clears throat> What I Would Give. And I'm sure they 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 probably played some other ones that I just didn't quite catch. So um, they all had pretty good uh did they have they had pretty good length sets for each band. It was like half hour, uh, okay. for each. So yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was, I, I would say your standard length suicide silence and Carnifex, I think probably had like 45 minute time slots compared to a half hour just cause I think it was dual, uh, headliner or something like that. Uh, yeah. So Angel Maker Killer, I was really excited to see UABB. Uh, just because I 
I had listened to them a lot in the past. I haven't been listening to them recently, but that they're kind of one of those bands where when I listen to them, I'll listen to them for like a month straight, and that's almost all I'll listen to. <laughs> and then, like, I just I won't I won't listen to them for five or six months, just because like I I get it on this kick where I'm like, yeah, and and then like I just I lose it. But uh, no. So then from there, we after Angel Maker, we kind of slipped our way up to the front ish just onto like where the edge of the pit would be. And, uh, yeah, UABB comes on and that was a, they, they put on a good show too. Um, uh, they play but, any new ones cause their, their new album just came out. And I, th- I remember you saying that they, uh, the, the one single that you heard made you a little nervous about the rest about the rest of the album what it might be you weren't like terribly impressed or could you tell there was some songs I didn't quite recognize and that could have been off the new the new album I'm not 100% sure I, there, at that point part of me was just trying to the the pit got a little rowdy and I was just trying to like hold everybody back <laughs> pull them back uh guardian you're the guardian angel of the uh yeah, try pit. just just the to the people on the outside of the pit yeah uh i'm sure they played snake eyes which was the new one or it might have been a new responsibility I think that was a new responsibility. Not a hundred percent sure. Uh, but I know they said like this one, this new one, this one's off of our new album, Fury. Like, uh, but yeah, no, that was, that was a pretty good show. I was excited to see them. Lorna Shore came on and holy shit. Like the, the pit broke out in front of us, which is where it was to be expected. But then all of a sudden, like behind, and there was, I don't know, maybe five or six rows of people behind us in the soundboard. So there wasn't like much room for another pit to break out. And somehow like, you know, Lorna Shore just stirred up the crowd. And now we're in between, like, we're just getting like smushed in between two the back wasn't really a pit. They kind of like swelled forward, but then like the pits coming back and like pushing everybody back. And it was just, it got crazy. Uh, got smushed kind of like I got smushed in that wall of death. Yeah. 10 years ago, but like slower. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it got crazy. There was, there was this big motherfucker just like, I don't know, 250 pound, 260 pound dude, just muscly shirt off, just glistening with sweat. (laughs) And he, he's in the pit, just running around and he comes up and he like 
gets out of the pit right in front of me while my arm's up because I'm like, dude, don't fucking get any closer. And so his back is just like rubbing up against my arm. And I'm like, this is, uh, this is, this is gross. Absolutely. And he's like, starts to like shake his back. Like he's getting irritated at me. Like, dude, you're backing into me. Get on, like either get into the pit and get off me or like fuck off. Like you have a it, hairy back. No, it was smooth, but it was just wet. <laughs> God. Was, I just, it felt, it was just, oh, if I never have to touch like a sweaty guy, I'll die a happy man. <laughs> it was, it was disgusting. I think that was the worst. For me, that was the worst, the worst part of the night. Um, Like, wipe yourself makes- off, dude. <laughs> That makes me think of, uh, have you ever seen Along Came Polly? I've ben heard of Stiller? it. I've heard the, of it. I'm going to open up your Snapchat real quick. And there's a quick like 10 second clip that, I, that I'm going to send, that okay. I'm going to film for you and send to you. That makes me think of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Lona Shore, like they killed it though. It was. I mean, obviously they played to the hellfire. Or, yeah. And, uh, how did that part sound? Sorry. I'm getting over a cold. Uh, you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. Open that up real quick. Yeah, that's, that's just not on my face, just like on my arm. (laughs) But yeah, that's about right. That's, that's about what it was. God, that's so nasty. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was gross. I'm like looking around at my friends and they're looking at me and I just, I, I'm like, I don't know what, like, what do I, because if I don't do anything, his back is going to be on my chest. And I don't want that. So I'm keeping it at arm's distance, man. Like ruin your t shirt. Yeah. I don't I didn't want to be soggy. <laughs> How was the part? The part was sick. Uh which is funny. The more I listen to that song, the more that that part isn't my favorite part. Right? Yeah. My favorite part of that song is pins and needles. Or he's like, I don't, I don't know it that well. <clears throat> oh boy, let's see if I can find it real quick. After you mentioned that you were going to the to that concert, I I threw on that EP. Again, yeah, and it was it was hitting spot because they have a new. Um, I didn't listen to their new song yet. Sun Sun Eater. Did they did they play that one? Yes. Yeah. And it's kicking. It's sick. Cool. Does it sound, um, is that the only new, the only new one they played or? Yes. Is it? Okay. Does it, does it sound kind of on par with, uh, that EP that, that they did? Yes. Cool. Uh, go to 25 seconds on to the hellfire and let it play. That, that is my favorite part of 
25 seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. A minute 20. A minute 25. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. That just pins and needles. Like, yeah, just, we're so used to hearing that one part that you almost, it's like, there's so many good moments in that mm-hmm. song. Yeah, and then like just before that, the, the like the demon squeal, he, the, the way he's just like, he's just like, fuck it. And then it drops oh, yeah. into, oh. it's, that's a good drop. I I think I was, I forgot, I was, I think I was talking to just like the group of friends and I said, I said, you know, favorite part of that song, pins and needles. And it's, the most quoted thing I think in that, well, one of the most quoted things in like that group of friends that I went to, cause uh, <laughs> we'll be playing like, uh, we hang out quite a bit, just playing like card games and shit. And they'll be like sitting cross-legged in chairs or like whatnot. And then their feet will go to sleep and like, yeah, it feels like pins and needles. And I, I look up from just like playing cards and I go, and I'll, I can't do it now because my throat's fucked, but I'll just be like pins and needles. <laughs> and, and the way, the way that he says that the L in needles. Yeah. Is awesome. Yep. It's yeah. Like a, yeah. So <laughs> it's like easily in that group of friends, just one of the most quoted things that we, if, if someone says pins and needles or references it in some sort of sense it's there's eye contact made and the (laughs) and just said which is i don't know it's just a fun little inside joke but then yeah so it's pins and needles the the demon squeal and then just saying fuck it and then that drop that he does uh is great uh, yeah, Sun Eater, I think, is comparable to that EP for the most part. Not getting into it because I'm sure we'll talk about it when we uh, when we do the actual. Because I think they're coming out with the a react- new, an album, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, well, yeah, we're doing a reaction to it eventually. But So have you heard the actual recording yet? Yes. No. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I couldn't. Couldn't wait, huh? That's no. <laughs> I was hanging out with the same group of friends that we were going to go see Lorna Shore with, and we just got excited and had to listen to it. Gotcha. But, yeah, no, it's... I forgive you. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> just... Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, there's some, like... He doesn't do like the like any demon squealy stuff, which I think is good because you don't want to wear it out. Yeah, leave it alone. Yeah, uh, but I he, hope he never. I hope they don't do it. I hope they don't do anything like that again because then that would ruin the that that that's just so mm-hmm. iconic. It just became instantly iconic. Yeah, yeah. Now, it, but he still does like some real like good like low just. <sighs> Like I said, my throat's all fucked up. Uh, like just some so real good, like low, just like growls, and it's just, it sounds, it's fucking sexy. So they're all they're all pretty, um, pretty like incredible live then. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, and then so 
So then Carnifex was on, and then I've heard a couple of songs by them, but uh, actually listening to them live actually made me want to go and check out more stuff by them because it, I felt like they put on a really good show and it was, it was really cool. Uh, and then that. Uh, yes, yeah, so those. Oh, and at this point, we kind of scooted off to the side because I was getting tired, and I was like, "Hey, let's just." Or one of my other friends, she was just like, "We kind of like looked around, like you want to just like stand off." She's like, "I don't want to like spoil it for everyone else." And I said, "No, I'm gonna be sore tomorrow morning, and I wasn't even in the pit, so let's let's scoot off to the side, and if I feel like going in, I'll just run in real quick." Uh, so we, it was just kind of nice cause I don't know, joke about being thirties, being old, but, uh, it was nice to be able to stand off to the side of a concert and just enjoy the, the music and not worry about, uh, like consensual violence, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's typically me in general, yeah. just standing off to the side. Yeah, enjoying it or from the balcony yeah no so we just stood off to the side and watched uh carnifex which is really good and then suicide silence came on which is the second time i've seen them within what because i saw them back in uh last november so in a fairly short period of time i've seen them twice Mm -hmm. and just as good of a show I would say uh his the way the the vocalist I don't know his name uh like connects with the crowd is I'm if you've ever been to like a Slipknot show Corey Taylor can get the crowd just going and he has a way with words and he just eloquently like speaks and just he like inspires you I would say Suicide Silence is not quite on that level but pretty damn close mm-hmm. and uh, like you just get them pumped and going and especially with uh, Trevor I can't remember his last name Trevor the vocalist for Black Dahlia Murder just died. You know, he just, yeah, he just, yep. yep, he just passed away. Yeah, so it was kind of like a heartfelt, uh, just kind of like a heartfelt concert because they're, you know, like this one's for Trevor and like, he's like, hey, I'm sorry, like if it takes a little bit of time in between songs, like this is a, real emotional like time right now and I'm we're you know we're just trying to get through it but we're gonna give you a good damn show type thing and so he was like real like raw and real uh another funny thing is in between the songs uh Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse was uh like video chatting with them like backstage 
And so like he literally comes out on stage and like, hey, how many guys like Cannibal Corpse? <laughs> and, you know, we're close enough to the stage where I can actually see the face on the phone. It was Corpse Grinder just chilling there. It was it was funny that. <laughs> who so who who was who was doing the chatting? Who like who was hosting the you said oh, it was someone backstage? Yeah, I don't know. They were just on the phone with Corpse Grinder. Oh. And yeah, I don't know who it was, but they like brought him out on stage and he's like, That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just kind of funny that whole the whole thing. There was there was one other, I guess just kind of wrapping it up. Um because one, they're great live, but my one friend, Simon, he, there was a, a new song that Suicide Silence came out with, and I don't remember what it was, what it's called, but he's like, man, I really hope they play it. And if they play it, I'm running into the pit. And he's like, all right, this is the, you know, and he names off the next song and he goes, all right, see ya. And he leaves to go <laughs> run into the pit. And not even 20 seconds later, we see him running back. And I was like, what the fuck? And he goes, uh, I got to the edge of the pit, saw someone get laid out flat, said no, and turned around and came back. Yeah, that's, uh, it hurts, man. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So, uh, all in all, that was a, that was a great show. I, uh, it was, I was what seeing Suze or seeing Suicide Silence again. It was pretty great. Get to cross Lorna Shore off my bucket list upon a burning body. And then, uh, being able to see Angel Maker, especially after just listening to their album, all great live, great stage presence, uh, connecting. And I mean, coming from, I mean, not coming from Detroit, but like being in the Detroit area or even just like the Midwest, I would say. Uh, oh, that was something that the lead singer Suicide Silence said is he's like, I don't know what it is about like the Midwest, but you guys go fucking hard for metal shows. And I made the comment after that. It's I was like, it's because we don't get any sunlight. We're all depressed. <laughs> Got that right. God. <laughs> right. It's a long winter. Yeah. So it's like you get like, yeah, we're so we're just a bunch of angry people that consent to violence, you know? So uh Yeah, having that stage presence and like being able to get the crowd work go mm-hmm. like worked up like that, that's that's it's like it's really an art form. It's it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Especially, uh so I guess uh I can't remember if I said it yet, but I was going to throw Kublai Khan at the end of this. Uh, yeah, you haven't chatted about him yet. All right. Uh, and that was just mainly going to that concert. That one was at the uh, the Magic Stick in Detroit. I, you haven't gone to a show there, have you? It's actually right across from once, Wayne State. I think like once a long time ago. It's above a bowling alley. Does that sound familiar? No, I passed by it once. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you went to Wayne State, so you probably passed by it because it's right, like, right across the street. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, so we, uh, my friend Sam and I, we went to there primarily just to see Kubli because we didn't know any of these other bands. 
and uh, the other bands were all right. They, I couldn't, uh, there was Terror and I can't remember any of the other ones, which is fine by me. It's, they're kind of that like slam metal slash like speed ish type metal where it's just, they're not like screaming. There's no distortion really on the vocals. It's just them yelling into a microphone and then, uh, the, I mean, the guitars and stuff were good. The The instruments were good. It was just the the vocals didn't really, it was kind of flat, didn't really do anything for me. And so then there was uh, Kublai, who is kind of more like metalcore slash deathcore slash, you know, they kind of, they actually distort their vocals and growls and screams and have some like pitch change and shit like that. Uh, but that show, so you, you know, the, the Crowfoot is, I don't know how big their capacity is, but it's, I don't know, probably. Well, I, I don't even know what their capacity is, but it's a yeah, fair, I, it's a, a couple hundred, size. maybe like 200 or 150, maybe. Or is that too little? I think that's too little. Uh, Maybe because, it's just, I remember, maybe I remember it being smaller than it is. Yeah. So it's, it's not big, No, but it's, it's not like necessarily like small. Uh, it can be cramped if, if it, they want it to be. Yeah, it definitely. But so I would say it's like a medium sized venue. It's not, it's nothing big, but nothing like, it's definitely not small. Like some big people come through there. Obviously. Doesn't, it doesn't make you say, Oh, that's the stage. Yeah. No, it's like, <laughs> it's a pretty good size. Stage. It's, it's a pretty good size stage. They, they can fit some, some good stuff up there. Maybe not like a full on like pyrotechnic show, but it, they, they can get the trick done. No, they'd burn the place down. They, yeah, they would. Uh, so, uh, but the magic stick, like I said, it's above a bowling alley. And my friend, uh, we're going there, we're walking up the steps and she's like, so what should I expect? I said, it's like, just think of the crow foot, but just a little bit smaller. Walk up the steps. They have like a banner in front with like, uh, what do you call it? A merch stand for Terror and Kubli. And you have to like walk over to the side. So you can't actually see like the area where the, uh, like the stage or any of that shit until you get past this banner. So we round the corner and she looks at me and goes, just small, like just a little bit smaller than the crossfoot. It's like a quarter of the size. Of the crowfoot, jeez, yeah, uh, small stage, just like real small, like section. But holy fuck, like I that was like a culture because I've I've been in like mosh pits where it's usually just like you run back and not run, not even running because there's usually so many people that you're just like shoving into each other, bouncing off and like that stuff. Every now and then you get like some scene dancer who's like doing the windmill or picking up change and shit like that. <laughs> that 
<laughs> pick it up chain. You, you know what I'm talking about? Where yeah, they, I, yeah, I know. Like you, mean. you can, they're like scooping up the change off the ground. <laughs> like that's. Uh, so, you know, every now and then you get a little bit of those guys, and those are usually the ones like starting off the pit, but then like it comes in and like everyone starts bouncing into each other. That's all this was. It was a just, it was a dance pit. Like every single, every single person, uh, like every single band didn't matter. That's, that's what it was. People were windmills, picking up change, climbing the ladder, like all, like all of them. And there's like, there's no security up by stage. So people are running up on stage and jumping off of it. I'm like, I've been here once before. And that's when in this moment, was it in this moment? Yeah, in this moment. I saw in this moment at that stage. Uh, and just, like, thinking, like, the culture of, like, yeah, we got close, but we weren't, like, jumping on stage and shit like that compared to these guys where it's just, like, a bunch of people just running on stage, jumping off stage, just throwing hands. And it was just... I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go in. Because... Sam had like been like, Hey, if you want to go into the pit, go into the pit. Like, I don't care. I'll stand off to the side. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I was like, I might go in for one song. And I was, that would have been for Swan song uh, by Kublai. And that song came on and I look up at the pit and said, no, I'm good. I like my nose where it's at. And <laughs> cause People bl- broke her glasses once. Yeah, I'm on my spare. I don't need to figure out how to do that again. Uh, but no, yeah, it was just, it was crazy. I, Kubli put on a great show. That was, I, I was excited to see them. It was a really good show. Kind of, like I said, a culture shock just because I had never seen that type of pit before out of all the concerts I've been to, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's that's pretty much it. I don't... Yeah, it sounds like a good show. Yeah, for the most part. Just got to get. I got to get back to one. It's been a while for me. Yeah. Well, if you want to, uh, I'm sure there's tickets still available. If you want to come see Body Snatcher, Dying Fetus, and Chelsea Grin. I will look into that. This Sunday. The, I will look into at that. At the Crowfoot. It'll be fun. Yeah. So Alrighty. I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Uh, thanks for listening to me just ramble on about concert shit. Uh, <laughs> we got another one coming up soon too. Yeah. W- which one? Or are we talking about Body Snatcher? Yeah, that. do you want to do an episode on that one too? Uh, I'm sure I could. And then in June, I'm going to two more concerts. I'm going to uh, Thy Art is Murder, Brand of Sacrifice. Mm. Um, There was one other one, After the Burial. They're all going to be at one spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be, that'll be a, a that'll be a good one. That's gonna be a sick show. And then uh the other one is nothing more. So a little bit more like hard rocky than 
medley, but so nothing more. Uh, asking Alexandria, Atreyu. Mm. Yeah, Asking Alexandria took a real hard turn. Uh, but I hope Atreyu plays some some of their old shit like X's and O's and stuff like that. Because that was back in high school, that was that was my jam. So, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. And, you know, thanks for listening. If you stuck around this long <laughs> to just the ramblings of concerts in Pontiac. All right. Thanks All for right. listening, guys. Thanks. See you later.